0: Welcome to the greater Show on to Earth. The greater Last shore, night I cut the light off in my Earth. bedroom, hit the switch, was in the bed, before the room was dark. 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 This is Combat Culture. Dark. Welcome, Welcome
1: to, the Earth. to the
0: greater shore. On Earth. Dark. This is Combat Culture.
1: Welcome to the greater shore.
0: I'm so mean, I make medicine sick. That's bad. This, this is, combat is Combat Culture. culture. Yo, yo, yo. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to episode 24 of Combat Culture Africa. As usual, the desk is full. (laughs) <laughs> we just have everybody is just here, man. You can see, cause he's You can see. You can see <laughs> all right, but on a serious note, it's me and my brother Icebox Mayo Okunu, um, oh. and we're here to just give you guys a rundown on everything that's happening in the world of combat sports right now. My name is Oche Youngjolov
1: Charles Edache, and I'm Mayo Icebox Okunu. Beautiful, yeah, all man. Right. Yes, yeah, so. this year is this year is pumped, and we knew we mm-hmm. knew already. Like mm-hmm. 2020 has already this stacked up. Combat world, in the whole combat combat scene. Mm. Um, and then this weekend is definitely not a letdown because we have Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury. Boom Squad I'm in Part Two. <laughs> 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 shit. And um oh wow, I'm not supposed to say shit. <laughs> wow, wow. And then um and then we also have Paul Felder versus Dan the Hangman Hooker. Hooker. So like there's there's I don't
0: even know how we're going to watch everything in all Yeah, industry. how
1: is it because it happens simultaneously? Um we well, need to, we need it, to figure it
0: out I think New Zealand, I don't think New Zealand and, oh, and Nevada. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, definitely. But we'll we'll figure it out anyway. So yeah, dude, what are your thoughts? Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury. Just just talk about it. I okay. think.
1: So I mean the first fight was very competitive, very close, very I think that's one of the one of the fights that was a draw that nobody really kind of Oh, was there controversy around it? Yeah, there was. Most people thought Tyson won. Oh yeah, even yeah. though he got dropped right, yeah last twice, minute? yeah,
0: because he was he outboxed him like yeah, almost really the entire the entire fight.
1: Okay, I don't know. I feel like you know not how fickle we are as human beings. Mm. I already forgot about that, but I just felt <laughs> like it was one of those draws that people were like, yeah, yeah, you know, it's fine. It deserves a rematch. Mm. So super excited for the rematch. And um, Brennan Schaub of um, Below the Belt had said that Deontay Wilder does do particularly well with rematches. He does, but I also but I don't see that happening in this in this scenario. You think Tyson is too smart, too good of a fighter? I think I think he is smart, mm. and I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna make necessary adjustments as well, and switch camps as well. Notable. Mm. Before I always worry about that though. See, when fighters switch camps, everybody like,
0: everybody is concerned. But I worry
1: about stuff like that. Mm. I mean, I hope it it plays in his favor, mm. but I but because I've switched camps before, but I didn't really switch camps. I just kind of, I added a new, like a month worth of work from another place and i obviously where i take where i add something i take from somewhere else so i reduced my time in in my original space Mm. and then i got some extra stuff from another space so i never really like just completely left um because there's always like a pool of talent to like benefit from Mm -hmm. but uh, i know tyson is very very particular about his mental state so i just trust that whatever he's done has been for his own good so hopefully he plays out in the boxing world as well.
0: Yeah. Curiously, he hasn't let anyone record him hit pads, hit mitts, any of his training mm. sessions, nothing. There's it's re it's I been really secretive. Yeah, it it's really yeah. secretive. So, um there's the train of thought that suggests that he was knocked out. Knocked out once. Mm. He's felt that power. He's never going to recover from it. He knows what it feels like. Mm. And then there's a train of thought that suggests that oh, this guy almost did it the first time. And prior to getting knocked down in the ninth, I think I can't remember two. I think it was ninth and twelfth. I can't remember yeah. this. Tw- yeah, 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 Um He made it. Was making it look easy to yeah, be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he barely got hit. Danced around. Mm-hmm. Wilder. And he had fun. He had fun. And and prior and that camp. He Had to lose a, a ton of weight before coming into that, that match. Yeah. So, during part, a lot of the camp was him spending time trying to cut, trying to cut, we're trying to lose weight. So, now he says he's been in shape since that fight because he's mm. been active. He's all he had to do this time was focus on boxing, not losing weight. And he believes that that gives him the advantage.
1: Man, I really hope so. Because obviously, I, I don't know if I said it already on the show, I'm, I'm rooting for, for Fury on this one.
0: Is it just for the redemption story?
1: I am a sucker for a story, man. Mm. I've said this too many times. I'm a sucker for, but I've always just been a Tyson fan. Like way before, before he got popular, mm. I've been a Tyson fan. Um, I just like how real, how ex, how, how powerful he's remained. In being so vulnerable, mm. like he's really, put really a, he's put everything out. It's a very, very strong point. Yeah, man. put all the skeletons out there. Mm. I think it's a point of envy for me. It's just like I, I, you I, would love to be in that kind of position where it's like, this is it. Like, yeah, I'm a big cuckoo sometimes. Yeah, I don't care. But I love Jesus. Just, yeah, take it out. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell you, mama jokes. Yes, <laughs> yes. I mean, at the end of the last fight,
0: he, he ended it by saying, "I want to give thanks to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ." Wow, yeah, man, Tyson. He's a beautiful human being, he's man. Just a, he's he is. just a
1: character. And we saw the thing where he donated all his um, earnings from his last fight to... Oh, you didn't see that?
0: No, I did not.
1: Oh, yeah. So he, apparently his his fight with... The first fight with Deontay... Something crazy. Like $8 million or something. Gave it all away. To charity? Yeah. Some, some particular charity. Wow. Can't remember the one now. Insane.
0: So he's a beautiful person, man. In and out.
1: Yeah. Insane. Yeah,
0: man. Okay, so uh, I think that gives away the predictions a little bit, but let's go straight to. Oh yeah, right. but you didn't say would you who'd yeah, you think I, is going to win. I I I think I think Tyson Fury is going to win. Oh wow! I think he's gonna. I think he's go, he's going to put the sweet science on display and just dance circles around Deontay Wilder. But it's one of those fights where whoever wins, mm. I'm still good because yeah, I got I spent some time digging into um, Deontay. Mm. And he he represents a lot of different things. Um, for me, what I, I found out that he he stopped, he, he was trying to, he had a, a career in football. Yeah. He, he stopped because his daughter had um, a degenerative disease. Yes, I heard this yeah. as well, actually. And he was working at Budweiser and I think um, some tree. And like whenever he would, when he started training boxing, he would go to the gym and you would see a Budweiser truck outside of the gym and that was him. Trained for three years, went to the Olympics, beat big, got the bronze medal at the Olympics. Beat everyone else that he came after he that he met after the Olympics became pro knockout after knockout after knockout crazy man so two three years later fought for the title and now here he is that's so another story that's <laughs> it. so it's so like for me it's like if this man retains his title versus Tyson Fury. I'm still okay with Great. it, but for me, it's just for it's for two things. For me, it's like I want the story, the complete redemption arc mm. of Tyson. For those of you, for those of you who don't know Tyson Fury's story, Tyson Fury started, but was it was a really really successful boxer in the UK, fought all the way to the highest highest of the highs in his career, became champion. And he, but he was struggling with depression. Boxing was an outlet for him, it's all he just used mm. to just escape yeah. his demons. And he's
1: bipolar as well. Yeah,
0: he's bipolar. So he decided, and when he became champion, it was like, so what, what else what do I need to this? fight for? Because in his, he was so good that the fights felt easy to him. So he became he start he became obese, he started eating unhealthy, eating too much, his depression skyrocketed and he almost committed suicide. He almost drove his Ferrari off the bridge in the UK. And after that he decided to turn his life around, came back to boxing, he's been fighting fight he's fought, he came back, his return fights. I can't remember who I think he fought Klitschko, right? Vladimir yeah, Klitschko. Yeah.
1: That's when he told him like I beat you while I was fighting. <laughs> yes, yes.
0: So and now here we are. Like he's beaten everyone that's been put in front of him, fought that type of Deontay Wilder last year, ended in a controversial decision. Um and now he's here to fight him a second time. So not a decision, it was, the it drop. was a draw. So, so his story is beautiful as well. Mm. People, he's he a lot in love the interviews you hear people call him the voice of the depressed, the voice of the obese, mm. the voice of the dejected and the rejects. He's someone who make, who makes it seem like everyone has a chance and everyone has hope. Mm. On the other hand, Deontay Wilder is considered a powerful but powerful voice for black strength, black, the black community. People look up to him. Mm. He's someone that. He, he has a big heart, despite the fact that he's so brazen and he says a lot of Seemingly disrespectful things. He's a genuinely. I've heard from. Um, there's a guy, a guy called Radio Raheem boxing. He yeah. was on Joe Rogan this week, yeah, yeah. and he said that in behind closed doors, Tyson Fury is the sweetest human being you
1: will ever meet. You, you mean Deontay? Sorry, Deontay Wilder yeah, yeah. is the
0: sweetest human being you will meet. Like so polite, so soft spoken, wants to take care of everyone around him. Genuinely good person. So both men are amazing people, man. You just, you, I, yeah. I, it's one of those fights where whoever wins i'm I'm okay with yeah. it yeah,
1: yeah same same here yeah. same here i just want to see a good fight
0: yeah i just want to see a good fight yeah yeah all right mm-hmm. then so moving on to the UFC, yeah. yeah moving on to the ufc so we have um in new zealand ufc auckland we have um dan the hangman hooker headlining versus paul the irish dragon felder and um, that is happening in New Zealand tonight, mm. and um, it is a beautiful fight for a number of reasons. The biggest reason is that this entire card, this is one of the few times in my my own understanding of combat sports, where an or or, U- or MMA where an entire event is structured around one gym, mm. not a country a gym Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that gym is none other than city kickboxing of auckland new zealand yep and they are they produced two world champions in the past one year they have multiple contenders in different divisions they came out of nowhere and they were the brainchild of a man known as eugene Berman. so this weekend they have four fighters um on the card i think there's brad there's brad quick riddell mm. there's dander the hangman hooker mm-hmm. there's kai kara france and i think that's it three they have three fighters okay, on yeah. the card um and they're all fighting really really competitive they have really competitive bouts lined up and then we have israel Adesanya, obviously supporting From each and zone, every one yeah. of them yeah so yeah, man, dude, run us through. What do you think about the main events?
1: So um, Paul Felder, we got to see him at um, UFC 240 or 242 240 in Abu Dhabi. Mm-hmm. So he fought um, at Zimbabwe at that yeah. one, mm. and that was a very good fight. It was mm. really nice to see him like up close and personal um, in Abu Dhabi, and um, and I just I, I have I, I respect his style because he's just one of those complete people. He's complete. He he's in very very good condition. He's um, He's obviously a smart person. Of, um, out of the octagon, I just that's why I remember complete. So apart from his game being complete MMA, he just seems complete. Like he has everything. As a human, yeah, he seems quite. E-
0: people, the UFC has a very, very, very good habit of peak of sighting people like that from afar, mm-hmm. then bringing them onto like the analyst team, yeah, bringing them to the behind the camera sense, yeah. and stuff.
1: You got the face, you got the voice, you mm. got the brain for mm. it. It, it. It's and it's about you know putting that chemistry together. And I love the idea mm. of an organization like that, a combat organization being internally like like run and the cogs and wheels are by actual combat athletes exactly. as well if not even former ones and you know even based on that for that um the issue that happened with the judging of uh, the john Jones fight and, yeah, and it Texas. brought up all those things about let's have these, pe- these judges let's have the systems open to to former fighters combat athletes you know and not people from the boxing yeah, scene yeah, or yeah. scrubs. Just like, oh, yeah, it was old, you know. So um anyway, so yeah, so I, I have a lot of appreciation and admiration for Paul Felder. But Dan Hooker, like I mean after he destroyed my friend <laughs> you, uh <laughs> Ross Pearson. You
0: wanna do you wanna get run them through what happened in that regard?
1: Yeah man. So like Ross is, is an ex teammate of mine, he's a good friend. I love the guy. He won the season nine of Ultimate Fighter and He's one of the guys I always looked up to, as you know. Getting into the whole MMA thing, I, yeah, and but he just has had uh, quite an unfortunate like run of like fights in the last couple of years, maybe even three. Um, I'm not even sure if he's. In, I don't think he's in UFC anymore. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he had this fight with um, Ross Pearson, and and I know Dan Hooker to be like a he, he's slick on the floor. and but then he... And then my man, Ross, is slick on the with the hands. Mm. And then he, he knocks Ross out with his, his knee mm. Oh, my... Perfectly
0: God. timed. He was
1: perfectly mm. timed. Like, he, he puts him out and, like, slapped him. And, like, that was my awakening moment with, with Dan. Dan <laughs> I was like, who is this guy?
0: Yeah, if you could do this to him. Who is yeah, this guy? Yeah,
1: Um And then when all the... Connections got made and I'm like oh he's from the same place as Israel Sonia and mm. all that and like wow then I saw the little sparring footage with him and Israel mm. was like this guy is a featherweight mm-hmm. he's massive mm-hmm. like, all like the how time does he of, how does he make weight? how, how does, does he know? make way because why? Wow, because well, wow, because he is a big guy yeah yeah.
0: The taller you are, the harder it is for you to make weight in those smaller class, smaller I think so. classes. Because like you're carrying so much more, like there's so much more on your frame. Yeah. So like
1: but Michael Kiesa.
0: He, he looked like he was the same size as Izzy. He that looked he. like. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how how large he is when he's just walking around. I like really, like, yeah. I'm really
1: curious about that. But like, I, I um, so Combat Culture tweeted earlier today about this particular fight and said, you know, it was reminiscent of, like, the old WEC days where we had, like, the the weight guys coming together and just, like, displaying absolute skill. Mm. Because, you know, it's only when you get to, like, the heavier weight classes and stuff like that or not as accomplished fighters that you start putting things like gas tank. Mm. The WEC, every time you're watching the WEC fight, the gas tank was always out of the picture. Like, mm. everybody was just on a 100% yeah. gas tank. Yeah. So what you got to see was just skill. Yeah. In, in full effect. So mm. it was almost like watching fight scenes in a movie because mm. movies don't put people getting tired. Mm-hmm. So I loved the WEC for that. And I just feel like this fight is going to be one of those kind of fights. But it's just going to be either an absolute display of mastery and skill or an early stoppage. Mm. I think it's one of those two things. But I see Dan Dan Hooker win it. Yeah, man. It's... it's
0: for me, I see Dan winning, but I just see I see Dan winning, but I see Dan winning for for just personal bias reasons. If I'm being okay, honest, okay. yeah. I'm um, so you know I I told my brother, but I haven't told you yet. Like mm. I'm I'm actually trying to work towards processing papers to go to the to New Zealand by the end of the year. Oh, nice! Ap- after we come back from, from Thailand. Thailand, sweet. And the truth is that yeah, I, I I would like to be there for a bit, like work, pursue some things. But a big part, the main reason why I'm in Thailand is because of Isra, israela desire and um, and is, and City Kickboxing. So I already feel some level of attachment towards these mm, guys, mm, and mm. it's not it's not unfounded. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the skill is there. Like when I see when I see when what I see when I see um, Paul Felder is someone who is is skilled. He's he's skilled. He, he but but he leans towards a brawling style he's able yeah. to to bite down on his mouthpiece, yeah, he take gets, take pain yeah. in order to inflict more yeah, on he, his yeah. opponents um but what I see in in that in Dan hooker is someone who is able to read his opponents pick his range pick his timing and even if you take me to the floor, I'll still submit you. Let's go. Oh, oh so I I I personally, yeah, I'm biased, but I still I see him winning that fight yeah. in every regard.
1: I think he's so I think we even posted up um so Combat Culture also posted up like the tail of the tape. Mm. So you gotta see their ages, mm. their height, the range. And oh man, Tanaka is just uh, Yeah I think he has like five inches on Balfelder. Um yeah, in, range, in reach, in reach yeah. and
0: then three in height crazy. So, it's not going to be an easy fight. Um Dan doesn't do that thing with that um, Edson Barbosa does, where he's super explosive at the start of the mm, round, and it, it looks mm. like he starts to taper down towards the end yes. of the round.
1: And and with Edson, you we kind of know what he's bringing. Yeah, you do. This City Kickboxing guy is yeah they don't make it that easy yeah, they, they don't, don't. don't they're not gonna
0: give you i get heavy heavy um fira sahabi vibes from, from them. that side yeah, yeah they're
1: very methodical know. people and even Dan Hooker himself, even the way he speaks, <laughs> and even the way he said he came in like the Joker, like, all yeah, excited and yeah. everything. He just knows he's up to something. Yeah, yeah.
0: And that was like, a calculated move. You know that, yeah, right? Yeah. They're not random. Yeah, Nothing in really that not. camp is random. I
1: felt like even because did you see the the, the the Aussie like um, <laughs> nose <laughs> nose touch thing? Yeah, and like he he pretty much. Called yeah it's like, they come, they come here, here and do this with me. and
0: you saw that when he arrived at the airport the entire city kickboxing team was at the airport waiting for him oh, and, he and they were all wearing new zealand garbs and then there were people doing that their whole dance the Haka? That, yeah the hacker dance oh, I love that and issue. you just see you see israel you see Kaikara, you see brad Rudell, you see dan the hangman mm-hmm. And they're all just sitting and they're just looking at him, and there's no smiles on anybody's face. It's just like you're in our land now. Oh my god! What a welcome, man! And he stood up, shook his hand, and looked him right in the eyes. Like this is
1: my house. Oh man! So what a what a welcome! Yes, damn. So so
0: you have to you have to know that these guys they're taking this personally. And New Zealanders and Australians they have that thing that whole warrior, especially with like yeah, when they're doing
1: rugby, they do the whole haka, and I love that. Yeah, like I don't know how anybody's. Not intimidated by that mm-hmm. stuff because that's what <laughs> gives me the chills when mm-hmm. I see it. Man. I love it. I love it. I love that man. richness and that culture. And the, and I love how Easy puts it up. Let's not talk about Easy. It's, <laughs> it's not his time right now. But um, yeah, I just love. I love that embrace of it, mm. and you know, and it's it's even though it's, it's 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 a war chant. It's you know, it's a a war dance, a war cry, it, and it's meant to be intimidating. It doesn't just—it's not offensive mm. it's threat. Mm. It's just—it's just—it's just, it's just, it's just what it is. And position is like, welcome. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, welcome.
0: So, um, so yeah, that, it's going to be beautiful. Uh, yeah. that's I, I. We need to confirm the time difference between Nigeria and New Zealand so that people. We really need to. So if we can put it on our Twitter and our Instagram, so people know when they should be up to watch the fight on Super Sports or stuff. If it's if it's on on DSTV. Um yeah. But yeah, man, good stuff. The next thing on our agenda right now is that we have. Um, is my brain failing me? Um, yeah, Israel had a press conference with Ural Romero this morning, yeah, that was in Auckland, New Zealand. And it was, um, Ural Romero couldn't show up, so he he was projected on the screen Ah. behind him, and it was hilarious because like he was five seconds behind. Oh, the the, the, the the, lag, yeah, and when Izzy would say something witty or like take a jab at him it would take a while to get to you well and then you will take a while to, then, not just uh, that you well needed a translator <laughs> to translate for him then he would speak cuban then the translator would translate so the conversation would have even left him like the conversation has left him and then he would now start responding so at some point it is he was like that he hopes that um that you well that yeah he, he said that he that He would like to know what Yoel's real age is, Mm. and he was like, Yoel, be honest, like, don't don't lie to us. What's your real age? and then he because and when Izzy when Yoel now answered like five seconds later he said I'm 43 they had already started taking questions from someone else oh man so Izzy now starts singing why you always lying (laughs) and while he's singing that the conversation with the guy that is currently asking the next question is going on and then it got to Yoel's ear then Yoel now started laughing and all you could (laughs) hear was that was Yoel's raspy voice laughing (laughs) and it seemed it was like something out of a horror film It would give you chills. well <laughs> is such a scary dude. Man. I swear, he's scary. I love
1: him. Yes. There's a little video of him getting treated by Dr. Bo Hightower. Yeah. Shout out to him. <laughs> And it's the funniest thing ever, like, he's so ticklish. And it's like look at this guy like This guy can kick people eat, to the and, universe and <laughs> eat head kicks as yes. well for breakfast, lunch and dinner. And I look
0: at it, he's like oh, And you like, <laughs> just tickle him a little bit and he's powerless. He's
1: dead. Yeah. Man. So but like so that's all anticipation for their March um, bouts. 7th, March seventh.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's in Vegas as well.
1: Yeah, so you know so we always know we have this issue with this time because it's like four PM four AM in the Sunday morning over here. But we come back culture, we're really trying to work on, you know, getting something stable for this our uh, viewing parties. Um we definitely wanna have one for the easy fight, you know in honor of our boy, our Nigerian boy. Um so we have something we're working on, but as soon as it's confirmed, we'll let you guys know. Um but we wanna we want you guys to let us know, you know, what your plans are and even if you're not gonna watch you with us or um let's know what you're doing, that's so hit us up on that. Mm. And um, yeah, and everybody out there in, in Abuja or whatever, and you don't even have to be here. We can have like a comeback cultural cell in Lagos, mm-hmm. and you guys get together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, let us know how you guys you know, yeah, reacted yeah. to everything's happening. But yeah, let's not let's not sleep on that. Yeah. And then speaking on, on future events as well, so there's some talk about. Um, so this is going back going to boxing now. Mm. Um, Andy Ruiz, um, facing Ortiz. Exactly. I I really like that i like that fight as well
0: i like that fight i, like well. I, like I, I want to see that i want to see a hungry andy ruiz yeah versus a very technical um Louis ortiz I would, mm-hmm. I would love that
1: who's just been beating as well yeah, exactly because ortiz came back looking i thought he looked much better but I, then i, I think I he didn't won think...
0: every round yeah I just, until he got knocked he out got,
1: yeah that's well that's the story of Yeah, every he looks in better it. condition than mm-hmm. ever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i was i really fancy the ruiz and mm-hmm, ortiz mm-hmm. i hope that i hope that comes together. Mm. Come on, guys. So, uh, have you ever heard all the t- so like this is like rumors segment now? Mm-hmm. You heard all the talk about Manny Pacquiao and McGregor.
0: I've heard, the, I've heard the talk. I'm not, I'm not really interested in that though. I'm not either. I don't want, I don't want Conor McGregor to do anything that and, isn't MMA at the moment. And, and I,
1: I, I, know and I love that he's, he's hungry and eager to get fights in, but let's not, let's not completely devalue the, the symbolism and the value of, of. McGregor, exactly, because he's a whatever. He's a he's a he's a he's an he's an idol. He's a once in a lifetime. He's he's person. A, yeah, he really nah. So I, I don't want to. I don't want to hear all, keep hearing all these mm-hmm. things. And I, I don't even like that he keeps like tweeting at everybody. He tweets at Diego Sanchez. And I didn't. I didn't like the like, Diego why? Sanchez
0: thing. I didn't even like the one that did. did you see the Paul Felder tweet? Oh, yeah so that is all but like, well about we'll him, like the, the
1: Irish dragon yeah I don't
0: I don't I don't know why he does that and I think Connor is at the point level where he shouldn't be managing his own social media yeah. anymore he's 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 more than a person at this point yeah. he's he's every he's at proper 12 he is you should just sit yeah. sit still.
1: This is what, he has already spoken his plan out to the universe. Mm-hmm. It might not exactly work out how he planned to, but let it just, let it cogs, keep yeah, yeah. let it, everything will fall in place.
0: Let it breathe, because, I don't know, no. I, I, I hate that when I see a Conor McGregor tweet, well, he tweets, he still tweets good stuff, like, yeah, I mean, you, yeah, yeah. you know that during the, the face-offs in the Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury mm-hmm. fight, mm-hmm. they go a little bit physical. Yes, I, I feel they were staged. I feel it
1: was shoving all yeah, that the shoving yeah the shoving I think that was stage. Then before. what was it? Then then Nevada stayed like e- exactly. and and, finish what you said that exactly and
0: Conor McGregor called them out on that. he was like Nevada Good. you guys are the biggest commission in the world everything combat every combat sport related event begs to be on your shores why would you let two men who have thought about nothing but have going to war with each other come for a face-off, and then you put no security in between them, nothing to stop them from being from losing their senses, and then you ban them, and then you ban them? Like, you don't you don't do that. Like you, t- you told them, sit up and do
1: your job, and that's that's the role Conor McGregor should yeah. play. That voice that people should but if he keeps tweeting random crap nobody will take his not you gonna serious. take his choice anymore. Yeah. So you can't even he should be the guy who can make a call and call the Nevada State. Like I say, hey.
0: This isn't good enough. Yeah.
1: And they're like, Oh yeah, sorry, Dana just called us like mm. okay, yeah, good, I'm calling you as well. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the level that's he's that's, on. that's the kind of power that is, is moving. Another
0: thing with or regards to what you said that I take I take personally mm-hmm. is that with all these crossover fights, we shouldn't devalue the sacredness of each sport. Mm. If you because uh, let's be honest, every crossover fight is just a, a cash grab. It's just it's just a yeah. fantasy fight for people to yeah, make money yeah, off yeah, of. Yeah. There's no title on the line. Mm-hmm. There's no bragging rights. There are no mm-hmm. rankings on mm-hmm. the line. It's just money. And uh, it was nice as a fan's wet dream to see Conor McGregor fights Mayweather. Mayweather. But if we start to make it, Canelo Alvarez actually hit that nail on the head. He said, "Boxing is boxing, MMA is MMA. Anybody that is doing a crossover is doing it simply for the money, mm. and he cannot respect mm. them. So mm. nobody should talk to him about the crossover fights with because there you was know, the whole talk about um, Tyron Woodley going, going doing boxing, boxing versus Canelo going. Alvarez. Oh
1: yeah. Anyway,
0: so I don't like I don't like it personally. I think mm. we should let everything breathe, everything grow. But um, some people have, seems to have uh, yeah. other
1: ideas. Like uh, for me." Um I don't know. I I enjoy it, to be honest. I do enjoy it, and that's that's stemming from my childhood. I have it was just, but that that was what. It's like, MMA came out to answer questions, and then now people seem to be trying to create new questions. Mm-hmm. So I felt like MMA was created because to answer that question, like, what happens when you bring a boxer versus a kickboxer? Mm-hmm. What happens when you bring a taekwondo guy versus a jiu jitsu guy? Mm-hmm. And then that's that's how it all started. Mm-hmm. And it was that, that mix. Then people started becoming hybrids. Started like, like I want to be the ultimate fighter. Ultimate fighter, where I have skills from this discipline, that discipline, that discipline, and I put it all together mm. the best. And then, but yeah, it seems like people are done with the question mm. now. And it, 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 even the style, even the the things that get spoken about in matchups have changed. So I remember like. Early, you know, like those like 2005, 2000, oh, okay, no, maybe about 2008, 2009, the conversations were always like uh, with the matchmakers. I think it was, was it Joel Silver back then, it was always, oh, the consensual striker versus the grappler. <laughs> and they always loved doing that yeah. stuff, now, but like everybody's kind of so complete now. I think it's, it's reached the saturation point, and that's mm. why people are now asking new so questions. It's almost like, like okay, we're going in reverse Yeah, now. so now, okay, what well, if you get this guy mm-hmm. in this boxing world, mm-hmm. and get this guy and put him together? Mm-hmm. And, um, but I don't know, part of it, part of me is still kind of curious, and I, I know that's what it is all a curiosity, yeah. and I just like those little challenges of like, let me step into this world and see what happens there. Mm-hmm. Because people have been doing it for a while, mm-hmm. it's just that now it's happening, on a, now it's the bigger names that are doing it, so there's a guy Jason ball uh, UK top 10 welterweight um, MMA fighter back then. Really good guy, um, really fun to watch and everything. And he crossed over into boxing. I think he, he even boxed. Um, what's the guy that wears the, the monocle British boxer? His son boxes now. Mm. He dresses very. It's <laughs> the very old fun. English. Yeah, <laughs> he's a bad guy though. Mm. Anyway, so he boxed his son. And that was a very good competitive fight, and so I've always been curious about stuff, and I and I remain that way. But that nobody made noise about mm. that. It wasn't a big deal. They didn't do any wall tours about it, they didn't do any tweets about it. But I enjoyed watching that step, and I was like and I respected Justin Ball even more for it. So I, I feel like if more things like that keep happening, like like Vasila was hitting the pads tight kicking and i loved seeing it and i was curious like what would he look like if he's implementing kicks in his his Mm stuff so i'm always going to be curious Mm -hmm. because i'm just that person who's curious about stuff and combat um but i it becomes messy when there's and it's so clear that we're doing this because yeah well, well,
0: we'll see. I, yeah, I mean, we'll personally, I, I just for the record, I think Manny, Manny Pacquiao starches him. Like I think he starches corner if they go into the yeah. boxing. okay, okay. But, but that's a com- we have we yeah, have yeah, we're, yeah, we're yeah. almost out of time, and you have to talk about Fight Club. In fact, yeah so, yeah, so fight night rather. Yeah,
1: so fight night, um, Rocks Fight Night, we're having that fourth installment. What uh, is Rocks Fight Night? Okay, Rocks it? Fight Night is a local is on the local scene. Right here in Rocks Fitness Studios, uh, well it was conceptualized here, and we've had um, events in here in the space in the studio, and we've also had events on the in an outside venue as well. But this one we're doing on the 1st of May 2020 will be back in here, and this is going to be the first MMA, well MMA event in Abuja. We've had it in Lagos before in Nigeria, but this is going to be the first one in ever 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 in abuja and in our own octagon here so we're looking to have like local talent you know we're going to have different kinds of things happening we're going to have boxing kickboxing full mma um and just for everybody's entertainment so it's about two months to it now so we're going to keep pushing a bit more about it and hopefully you guys buy tickets and come and just Come and get it, come and be entertained. Where can they buy the tickets? Or oh, you'll be able to get tickets online, be on on burrocksfs.com. That's mm. bodyrocksfs, rocks with the ROX. Mm. Or you just come and pick them up simply from Silver Bird Entertainment Center right here in Burrocks Fitness Studios on the third floor.
0: Okay, beautiful. A number of people have actually sent me messages asking me if I'm fighting on that day. All I right, ju- are you yeah. fine?
1: We'll see. All right. I love we'll that see. answer. We'll see.
0: All right. So, guys, as usual, follow us on Instagram, Combat Culture AF. Follow us on YouTube. On YouTube is Combat Culture Africa. Facebook, Combat Culture Africa. We're everywhere, Combat Culture Africa, on all major social media platforms. And if you send us a tweet, ask us a question on our Twitter or any of our social media platforms, we'll address them in the following episode. So, as usual, three, two, one. Peace. Peace. Also,
1: big shout out to our teammates. So that's GDB Boy D Mill, yeah. Innocent Dacher, yeah. our cameraman, Incredible Sam, yeah. our manager, Blessing, Blessing. Hot Chocolate
0: Thomas. Thank you all. Yeah, doing a great job, guys. All right, have a blessed day.